That's no, rude. it's not. It's no, a big no, trust. No, a big trust. Trust in us to remember the days. That's it. Now, what's on the show today? <laughs> we try tonguies, so let's try weddings. Mm. Awkward things that happen on the big day, and how long's too long? Those are our things today. I will say, I want to chuck it in there too. We've all heard about love languages, but the new one is what is your fighting language? <laughs> fight what? styles style bender, have, have been named. How do you fight? Is this within like is this like street fight or is this within your relationship? No, this is how you argue. Oh, th- th- this guy's given three oh. distinct fighting styles, and we've done the test, but we d- I don't know what Mark and Brooke are. So imagine, stay tuned. Imagine for a moment that Joe Rogan commentated your relationship fight. Mm. Oh, he's no, gone no, there. No, 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 he's no, gone no. there. He said that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the people's that, that, That's illegal. That's an illegal kick to. Kick to the groin. Nah. Yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do that later. All right. We always start the show with an absolute boy. Would you like redemption, bro? Come on, man. Man, you messed me up yesterday. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was man. actually a little bit seething. Like, I was a little bit annoyed. Yeah, I almost felt naked. I was trying to hide it. I wasn't wearing a watch. Yeah, let me go for redemption. Okay? <laughs> I got one today that I know at least Jordan, you're going to like. Okay, we're good. All right. I'm just going to play it out, and I think everyone will love this. For a Tuesday Started five. with the with the volume up because sometimes the volume's down. All right, that, that's, the, that's the feedback I've been getting. Three, two, one. Keep it simple, baby. Come on. Woo. Big hey. trust, man. That's it, my boy. I went home last night. underneath i just want to say uh a little daily chicken uh what's happened between yesterday's uh show and, and today's i've been getting 
racially abused. No, it's, it's not racist. <laughs> it's not racist at all, actually. Sorry, just tried to uh, say something to make you listen. Uh, I've been copping the, the abuse, Fano, in the DMs about me supposedly leaving my rubbish on the tables at food courts. And rightfully so. All I have to say is this. In context, I said I enjoy seeing my friends get worked up about me doing it. And also, um, you guys, you guys are, what do you call it? Performative activism. That's not it. It's like you guys are doing a performative deed. That's what I've realized. You know, you all like to, what I've realized is you guys like to look and, and see others look at you putting the rubbish in the bin like you guys are some good Samaritans, all right? But let me check your recycle bin at home. Mm-hmm. It's full too. I know you ain't recycling properly. I know you ain't doing your rubbish properly. What? You frauds. What? So you, know you what? mind your business. Get a mark. Here's, here's the you great worry about your own rubbish in your own backyard. The thing I love most about being friends with Jordan is you've got to really question <laughs> whether or not he's being genuine or whether he's just trying to get under your skin. <laughs> you know. And you know I damn too well. And we know all we all know that Jordan was brought up really, really well. You've got great parents. Yeah, and and you you're definitely the kind of kid that would have cleaned up your stuff because you're taught to do it. Yeah. And I know that you only do it to fire up your friends, and that's the most annoying thing. It's a point he wants to make. He wants to get under my skin, so I, now I have to play the game. No. Do I let him? Do I not? No, I tell, I tell you the truth. Nick, Nick, me, and, me and the bro Nicks, who does all our media, killing it for the morning shift. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to malls and we're gonna interview people and we're gonna find out the answer. Has he booked that in yet, Nicks? No, he hasn't done that. But Nicks will do it with me this week. <laughs> It'll be this great, BD. All right, this week this, we're doing it this week. I'm, I'm on board. T- I'm tired of getting bullied. I will come with you if that's going to help. I will come with you to make sure it's done. But now I'm playing the game with him by saying he won't do it because I want that content. Facts. Because all of you, does he play? Because all of you would person. feel great if someone came to your pl- place and tried to do your job for you. But I anyway, would love that. Anyway, anyway, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. Well, I had, what, this this is what happened to me this morning. It was, oh, yeah, it's embarrassing. But I thought, you know what, stuff. Let's let's bring it to the table. I went and got a coffee this morning, and I was like, hey man, can I have an oat flat white? And mm. he chucked up like a. Well, it looked like a C to me. Caesar? Yeah, like a C. But I thought he liked my order. So put up the C, Jordan. Oh. Throw it to me. Like, come closer to me. Bro. I no, connected it. No, to a love heart. Oh, man. Get it out. That feels heart. yuck. You did you actually? I did. I, I thought he liked my order. And what, then what was he doing? And he said, size? Oh, oh. my god. Oh my. That's a Roscoe special. Oh, you have never been so embarrassed in your life. That's a Roscoe special. There was like four people behind me. I felt them giggle too. So wait, he went like this, he went like this. Yeah. And you went like this. Go, you do it. You do what you did. <laughs> Talk me through your thought You're pattern on this. Boys. I thought, I, I love this guy. No, no, I thought. No, just wait he... for a second. Just wait for a second. He works in a coffee shop, right? Why does he like your order and so much in particular that he wants to throw up a heart? Hey, man, Mark, I thought people were just lovely, man. I just thought he was a big fan oh, of what I ordered. Dude's man. been up for hours making coffees, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be my favorite Rusko moment this man, year. Man, dead in the eye. You Size. placed the order that made him go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll connect that. What did you say? Medium. Uh, I was embarrassed. Yes, <laughs> I got so flustered. You've never been more flustered in your life, man. Hey, look, we love it. It, <sighs> is, it is a big Trust Tuesdays. Trust in us to bring a vibe. Let's get into this show, shall we? Some daily bread. Breaking, breaking bread, bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Now, this has probably done the news round, so you've probably heard of it, but I've, we haven't spoke about it on the, on the, on the morning shift. And um, I'd like to talk about Matua Kevin Costner. Because he's currently going through 
uh, a hard time with his divorce because this is energy. His wife, Christine Beaumagartner, uh, who he has three children with, um, will not leave the house. And apparently the courts, um, under Kevin Costner's premarital agreement, has uh, she should be able to, she should, she, she has 30 days, and it's been 30 days, and she's like, nope, not leaving. Hey, man, I get it. And he's saying to I'm not the, leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm still at home, too. I'm not freaking leaving. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it just makes me smile. I'm doing the same thing. And there's there's pictures on Daily Mail's the worst website to go to. Eh? Like I almost feel bad when I read, you know, hit like stories from that website because yeah. they just say anything. But they've got these photos of her, and she looks so unbothered leaving the house in her car. Oh, it's almost respectable. Scary. Thirty but, um, days isn't long, too. You have your whole life together, and you have to get out in thirty days. That's great. Quick. But uh, apparently, the you know his what he has to pay is is substantial. And he's willing to pay it. Um, but he's told the courts, I now don't have a home because I can't go home while she's there and she's not leaving. Can I just remind everybody at a time where, you know, it might have been a rough weekend, you've had a few arguments and you're thinking, man, this just ain't worth it. No, no, no. Trying to split assets, <laughs> trying to get a divorce, mm. that's really not worth it if you can't work through what you're going through. Mm. And there's, uh, hey, and Mato Mark, we empathise that there are some of you that are going through things that, can't be worked through. Totally. We're talking about the things that can be worked yeah. through. Yeah, <laughs> if it's a, a little argument about who left what on the bench and didn't clean up after themselves, just work it through. He's saying can. she spent it's 98 grand on his card without his permission. But I, 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 something tells me that the, the issues are a lot deeper and mm. probably emotional. 98K over the relationship? Uh, yeah, that's not much. Considering how much he makes What's and probably done? their... their Draft day, the bodyguard. Sorry, yeah. just quickly. What is... Uh, she's saying to the courts, I would like our premarital... Um, Oh, like our documents to go to the court so public public can know how much he's worth, and he's saying no, that is irreparable damage. Our public will know what I, you know, I'm scared of burglars, I'm scared of people knowing. Fair enough, but it's, it's messy. But anyway, the well, point you're is, Kevin she's not leaving, and you're worth that much. Let him know. Let him know. Let him know. Big Tell them all. Status. All right, uh, I've got a little wee um, uh, daily bread for you guys today as well. So um, I came across this wee beaut of an IG. And, um, it, you know, sometimes when you're just sitting there watching watching your life go past on a reel, um, you, it sort of hits you a little bit different. But I came across this. It's a reel from the 80s in a small town America uh, about an outrageous policy that was being thrust upon them. It was around no drink driving. And they <laughs> could not come to terms with, without being able to get drunk and drive. So take a listen to this and have a, let's have a discussion on it after. Okay. To restrict drinking and driving here is viewed by some as downright undemocratic. It's kind of getting common is when a fella can't put in a hard day's work, put in 11, 12 hours a day, and then get in your truck and at least drink one or two beers. They're making it laws where you can't drink when you want to. You, can't, you have to wear a seatbelt when you're driving. And pretty soon we're going to be calm in this country. Much simpler Did she say that. soon we're going to be a communist country? Yeah. Oh, man, I love Americans. I do too, but I do, you know, we are encroaching in on a time where we're about to select who will be the government for New Zealand, and I'm fully aware that the shots that they do and the reporters will come out and ask questions on policy, and that you're not, you might get a camera thrust in front of your face about something you're not quite completely au fait with, right? You don't, you don't quite know all the ins and outs of the topic that they're talking or asking a question about. Mm-hmm. You too could look stupid. In around 20 years' time, when you get replayed again on an Instagram reel. 
And they can edit the way they want it to be edited. Totally. Let's think about that. Drink driving, we all know that's pretty stupid to be doing now. We've all learnt the lesson. We know we shouldn't be doing it. Wearing a seatbelt, man, that's for your own safety. Mm. There's statistics now that prove that you probably should wear a seatbelt, right? Correct. But now when you look back and you look at those guys, they seem really silly because they're like, man, it's going to be a communist country. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Just say no comment. No further comment. We need to talk about politics this week too. Yes, it's very funny. It was a very, very big week. Uh, all right, I got one as well. I'll break off a little daily bread. Mine is about the one and the only Beyonce. Now, we did something yesterday called I Don't Give a Shift, and people came through and were like, oh, maybe she's a little bit overrated. Mm. I don't know if I can say she's overrated now because she has thrown something into the crowd at one of her latest shows. Someone caught it, like Odell, out of nowhere. While the song was playing, Halo was playing, she threw out some off-white glasses. He grabbed it like Frodo, put it close to his heart, took it home. He's now selling it. Guess how much those off-white pair of glasses that Beyonce threw out into the crowd that he grabbed are going for? 100,000. Oh, damn, okay, no. Oh, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I knew I, I thought I was going low, and I've wrecked it now. Just ruined. I'm really sorry. What I meant to say was 1,000. Yep. Oh, higher, higher. Oh, 1,200. No way they're doing more than 1500 Oh, hell no, they wouldn't do that. Look no. at you guys. You tell me. $20,000. Wow. Get out. I know what the hell. Oh, my wow. God. 20 bands? 20 bands. And that's American. So if you switch it over, like 100 bands. 20 bands? <laughs> Damn. I love that. Oh, I thought it was. You lost all that. That's how much though. <laughs> no, you good. You good. 20 bands. Hey, that is your daily bread. Breaking bread with, with the news of today. today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. It's a big trust Tuesday. Trust in us to bring a vibe. I love love. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Relax. Relax your cheeks, everyone. Unquench your cheeks. I'm not going to say that you get to experience a love like this. Clinch or quench? 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 Whatever the word is. Quince? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did awkward moments at Tangi funeral. Funerals. I can't say that properly. Yeah, Funerals. The, oh. mm, sorry about that. I thought, why is this an opportunity to ask the shifters what are some awkward moments they've experienced on the day of love? Weddings. Because I'm sure it's happened. I know for me, the most awkward experience that I've seen is I've watched people who aren't in love marry each other. <laughs> Oh, shut up. Shut <laughs> This is him doing that thing. Mark, he's right. Oh, you see something? No, no, no. We're being eggs. We're being eggs, man. We're just trying to make something that you can listen to, man. Yeah. Ah, leave me alone. <laughs> what are awkward moments at weddings that you've experienced? Have any of us here experienced? I don't think I have. Oh, I do remember one time I was emceeing a wedding. And oh, sorry, pause quickly. Matsu Mark, how undervalued and underappreciated is a wedding MC, considering how hard that job is? It's a tough job. And the wedding MC, goodness me, please remember it isn't about you. Oh, yes. Just, you are literally there to lubricate the process. Lube. Lube the process. The more the move through the next thing. That's what you do. Make it a couple of funnies. Keep the light mood. Perhaps to say something romantic. Make it about That's the That's what your job is. You're just lubing the process. Anyways, okay. uh, I was emceeing 
uh, a good friend of mine's wedding, and it was a second wedding, and I had worked quite closely with this person for some time, and during the the moment where I introduced the couple walking back into the what would you call it the part of the wedding the reception, is it? The reception, reception, yeah, reception. Yeah, the reception. I was like, please put your hands together for Miss and. And I said the person's No, you didn't, Mark. Oh. And I had, I'd said it in my head my the whole time. Don't do it. Don't do it. And it just came out. I no. literally said the first couple of letters of that person's name, and then I quickly shut it down. And but everyone was like... <gasps> they knew what you did, eh? Yeah. How do you come back from that? Keep it moving. You, lube it up. Keep lube. it moving. <laughs> you say yikes, and then you move into the next bit. Oh, Mark. How did you recover? Did you just apologize? I was like, whoa, 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 that was close. And I said that, and the people who had heard it and knew it were like, <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie. Wow. So I did get away with it. Well, that is exactly what we're talking about, Fano. Awkward situations, scenarios at weddings. Let's get into these voice responses, shall we? This one's a before the wedding one, a proposal one. We're down at Lake Topol. We've just gone for a sunset kayak. We've got a fire, all my friends are there, just having some dinner, so beautiful. Next minute I hear an ad playing from the bushes. And not the guy doesn't have Spotify Premium, goes to play a song to drop his knee and use kids as ads. I add him to my Spotify Premium account too. Also, pay the for the subscription, play. man. You pay for that ring. You need to pay for a little bit, get it after. And she... You know, it wrecks the moment because she'd be like, what's that noise? And it's some ad playing. Oh, I feel so for him. I don't... Can I say mine? Yeah. I actually did it. I know we talked about it last week. I, I was split up with Rita. Mm, mm. But when we got engaged... Oh, it's true. Do you, do you, want, <laughs> do you not want to do it? Or do you want? Nah, I, can, I can do it. Yeah. Let's do it. When we got engaged, uh, we went away and... Um, we went to like, like a nice place. It was just us. It was an Airbnb. It was on a farm. Like it, was, it was really, really nice. And I was just trying to find the right moment, sunset around, to actually do it. But I went into the room, and I could hear her coming. So I chucked everything under the bed. <laughs> and then I forgot about it. <laughs> but I had the, the ring in the box in my pocket, but the bag that it came in was under the bed. Oh. And for whatever reason, she went under the bed, found it, oh. And said, hey, I think the last person that was here, they must have proposed and forgot their box or their bag. <gasps> so you c- And then she was like, oh, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was down on one knee. Okay, but it's, it's I mean, me. it's not a fairy tale way of doing it, but it's different. So did you pop the question thing, right then and there? The whole, oh, I'm on my knee, Mark. She's got the thing. I'm holding the box. Yeah. Yeah, I popped it right there. Do you think that's when it was... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shut up. Shut up. Right, at the time, we thought it was bad, but then we talked about it after, and it was like, okay, that's our, that's our one. I forgot that happened. I blew my moment too. Man, I'm, I'd, I'd, I'd be so nervous to set that all up, eh? Like, that's, oh, dropping a knee. Do you know what the most nervous time for me was? Mm. Was asking permission. So going to the parents and asking permission. Because I want you want yeah, to feel hard. like you, you, you're worthy. You know, and that's the way you kind of feel you should do it. Well, I did anyway. I was True. like, I need to do this. I need to do this right. And it's that, what, what, like, what, imagine just for a moment, just imagine if they're like, nah, you don't want to do that. 
know, I know I someone don't. just quickly. I know someone who got um, nervous and, <laughs> and he, he went on two knees. <laughs> And he's doing it with the Lord. Like, I'm praying with you at the same like, time. Which one is it again? And then just read like, boom. <laughs> okay, okay. I get it, man. It's a lot. Let's keep moving through. Next one. Morena, I have an awkward uh, shotgun wedding scenario for you. So the day of the wedding, the groom ran away that morning. When they found him, his groomsmen got him drunk enough to get him down the aisle. They had to prop him up because he couldn't stand after the amount of alcohol he had had. Uh, he then um, objected to the wedding when they asked if anyone objected. So they had to postpone it for a couple hours while the bride was crying. Sorry. It commenced again. They got married. And then at the reception, he stood up during his speech and told everyone in the room that he would never, ever forgive them for what they did to him today. Both. Neither would I. <laughs> What is going on? What they red flag did they Mary? miss? What 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 moment does the alarm bell not ring loud enough that this maybe isn't going to work? I wonder if they're still... Mind t- you, there's a lot of men that don't want to get married that just do it, eh? Isn't there? Is it? <laughs> I'm happy. Like, it's, you know, it's just... You know, it's, I've often spoke... Well, not often, but I've spoken to men. It's like, it's, it's an indifferent thing. It's like... Look, hey, it's not something for me. I don't really mind, but if it's what they want, so technically it's kind of the oh, same, isn't it? No, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, no, I know what he's saying. Though. <laughs> he's no. trying to oppose a peace, sorry, and and keep a, a healthy home. Well, luckily we have someone in the room who is married oh. and has been happily married for around eight, nine years. Don't get it wrong. Um, I, yeah, I hadn't, I didn't dream of getting married when I was younger, but I know my wife did. So when it came to the actual wedding day, I took direction from her, knowing that she'd had already imagined this, and this was something that she had thought through, and therefore I had no responsibility to come up with the colour of the flowers or anything like that, or how it looked, or how it sounded. I was just there to support her on her day. Mm. Eat us. <laughs> Next one, please. We reached this wedding where there was this wedding of a skinny, dirty follower and a, and a bigger lady, and... Uh, they had this really awkward dance routine, all sussed out, like spinning, and and then they went for a drop, and he went he went down to you know she went on her back, kind of leaning back, and he was meant to hold her up, and mm-hmm. his hands started shaking, his legs started shaking, and the smile on his Get face up, started brother. fading away, and he couldn't pull her back up, um, and everyone was just awkwardly smiling. She was awkwardly smiling, but staring at him like you better bloody pick me back up. And uh, unfortunately, he had to let go. And poor girl on her wedding day fell to the ground and had to awkwardly get back up and continue the dance. And everyone just pretended like nothing had happened. It's <laughs> a tough one, man. All good. I hope someone helped her up. But also, but rehearsal. Pre- pre- rehearse, bro. I thought you would have done that. Rehearse. No, they, he said that they had planned it. That they look pretty. Uh, you play. You can plan it, but you need to rehearse it. Kuda boys, this is my embarrassing wedding story. Um, so I'm a celebrant. I marry people, and one time I was doing someone's wedding, and I really needed to go number two. And this is not a very celebranty thing to do, so I was quite embarrassed. So I snuck off to the house, just off from uh, where the ceremony was happening, to um, let it rip. 
and I completely bombed out the uh, the toilet. And then outside, I heard a knock and a, a woman's voice, and she asked me to come in. And turns out it was the the bride just about to go to to get married. And I was so embarrassed, and and all her bridesmaids were there, and they were going to help her. And so uh, I just jumped out the window. Second story, just left it locked, and I ran. Good man, good man. There's no way that poor bride trying to go for a quick mummy before she marries the love of her life can get a whiff of you. You you should have been in the church. She can't be smelling like meat where she walks down the aisle. (laughs) What? Poor thing's busting down there, though. What? (laughs) She can't be getting a whiff of that mince and potatoes (laughs) you had the night before. No, seriously though. Oh man, I would love to see this face. Kaka is a real thing, eh? Yeah. What a horrible moment for him as he realizes you're standing at the front. Oh, I've got to go. Mm. I can't I, hold it. No, imagine his face when she's walking down the aisle, knowing damn well what he yeah, just true. did. Yeah. He did the right thing, mate. You did the right thing. At my sister's wedding, my dad's speech for them. He spent about ten minutes talking about how him and my mum were together for eighteen years only for her to leave and for him to get divorced and how he thought he would never, ever get divorced in his life. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot, Make it, a, make it about you, eh? Oh, it's rough. We've got to live and learn on that one. Next one. My cousin had a wedding and we all realised that her ex of five years was in her husband's line. But then we saw the best man who was her ex of 10 years. Oh. And we're all looking at them like, uh, are you so gay? <laughs> but um, it is what it is. Good on them for being great. But oh, I would have said, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Are you okay? Is what she said. Mm. Wow. That's rough. Small town. Sometimes you got to share. I'm sure that's quite Friends. common in small towns. In yeah. That and you know, that's look, if people, Friends, are, family. people are able to adult that much, good on them. This is us being conditioned to the idea Absolutely. that we need to have a clear-cut difference between those people who we've been dating. <laughs> it's us that are the problem, not small towns. Weddings. Hey, weddings, we love it. Maybe we'll revisit it, but thank you for sharing those awkward moments. Mark, you'd, you'd probably be up there. You won that one. This is The Morning Shift. If you'd like to help shifters... Make sure we're an auto download. Help us, For more man. instructions, head to our Instagram. Let's push. I mean, after you hear this content, why wouldn't you want to help us? <laughs> Talk Settle to me, in. bro. Talk to me, bro. How long is too long? Eight hours is what my friend told me, and I looked at them. I thought, you, you absolute waste. What, what am talking I talking about? about? What are we talking about? How long is too long for you to leave a glass of water, Ugh. an open glass of water, Bruh. before it's no longer okay to drink it? They said eight hours. Couple of days, bro. Oh, you thought a couple of days? I thought anything under a day I would be good. Something about that day mark just kind of makes me feel like, mm, that's probably a bit too long. Oh, you'd go a couple of days? Yeah. It doesn't matter where that glass has been left. I mean, obviously not like, I'm talking about it's in my room. Okay. So it's not in a thoroughfare. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's not not at the train station, mate. No. No, It's in the comfort of your own house. (laughs) 
Imagine you get a glass of water in the morning, you put it there, and then you go, oh my God, I forgot I had to go to the gym. So you rush to the gym, and then you had to go straight to work. You do your whole day at work, and then you come home, glass is still there. So sitting on your bench. It's funny you should say, because this lovely Parker's New Zealand water oh. <laughs> product placement, <laughs> this has been sitting on my desk for less than four hours, and I don't want to put my lips near it now. It's, it's not been, even tap water, Mark. But it's also not a glass, so you can't see what's inside of it as much, you know. Like, True, someone could have stubbed their yeah, seat and put it in there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I'm really uncomfortable leaving a glass of water for any longer than maybe 10 minutes and coming back and then drinking it. 10 minutes? Is that living on the farm? Uh, I don't know. I just Maybe it's because perhaps this is my... This is a knock on me because water seems to be quite plentiful. Um, so I'll just replace it with some more water that I know hasn't. Oh, so been you're, waste, with. you're wasteful. Well, yeah. I, I actually saw this online, and then I, it happened to me in real life. And I was like, okay, the person online said water's been around for hundreds and thousands of years. Yeah, but then we just want to leave it after a day. True. We want to leave it after eight hours. Isn't it like when you've got a survival kit, they do say you need to replace the water inside the, the big drum that you're supposed to keep in your house just in case all things go to hell and you need to drink water. They reckon that you need to replace it every couple of months. So you leave it in there or else it goes stale. Water can go stale. You're supposed to replace it every couple of months? Yeah. I've been in there like a year. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to think about that. Anyway, I'm a couple of days. You're 10 minutes. And what are you, Brooke? Anything just under a day. I see that 24 hours. Yeah, it's probably like across the line. Anything so under a day? 23 hours, you're sweet. I love that people probably in the car right now. Shifters, you, 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 have a, you have a ask of your mates and your phone. See what they say. This is The Morning Shift. Death, taxes, and dot, dot, dot. That's it. It's been a while since we do this. Do this most Tuesdays. If you missed it before, it's death, taxes, and basically what's an inevitable... What is a guarantee? Also, there's some amazing ones that pop up on our Morning Shifters page. If you haven't been over there, if you're still not a part of it, if you jump on our Instagram, there's a link there. You can jump onto our our Shifters page. Oh, it is an absolute vibe. Yes, and we get it. Everybody else is using the saying now. Yeah. It's popping up a lot. Guilty. And and yes, we get it. We didn't make it up necessarily, but (laughs) we did get the vibe back on their taxes, okay? Gave it a little bit of momentum. And yes, sorry, we know it wasn't us. We know it was the shifters. It's always the shifters. Yeah, yeah. Teamwork. I'll go first? first. Yes, you go first. I'll go first. Death, taxes, and game two, New South Wales is going to be all right. We going to be all right. Uh, We going to be all right. I know we don't have Latrell. Do not worry. Game two, it's tied up. We're going back to game three for the decider. Do I need to uh, let you guys know just what inevitable means? You know, it's dead taxes and an inevitable. What does be all right as a New South Wales fan mean? Okay. Are you going next month or Mark or am I? I'm just going to share some of the ones that have come off the shifters page. Before you you do that, I'll go. Death taxes and sharing a Mr. Beast post and then getting hated on because we don't support our local. Mr. Beast's doing great things, man. I quite like Mr. Beast. Stop shaming people. Stop shame-sharing people. You got a lot of money, too. Man, I'd love that many. <laughs> I watched one where he said you had to stand there, and as long as you stand there, that's how much money you get. Every second is a dollar. Wow. 
Yeah, and as soon as you step out of that box. How long would you stand for, do you reckon? How I don't long know what they got stand? to. I cannot forget, but just imagine. 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 bucks. All right, this is coming from our shifters page, and we love all your suggestions. Death, taxes, and it's the blues season. Oh, here we go. Chose violence this morning, did we, Fano? You see someone posted, I hope you get to experience a championship one day. Oh, you too. I hope you get to live in your city again that you love so much, bro. Hey, man, I love Auckland's Yeah, go home then. Auckland's Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Death, taxes, and that house over there? I did work on that. Death, taxes, and discussing all three options in true news for you. For you. Back tomorrow. Death taxes. And no Sean Stevenson? That's all I can see at the moment. I feel for you, man. You should be in there. Death, taxes, and Brooke saying, you know, dot, 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 is a good friend of mine, right? (laughs) 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 Nah, I don't stuff you. I used to be so embarrassed. I never used to say it. I'm proud of my friends. Do your things. Death, taxes, and that one relative who says Shree instead of three. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, Shree. All right. That's, that's, another, uh, that's another week of death, taxes, and dot, dot, dot. Like that we said the- at the start, if you do want to chuck it up, jump on over to the Facebook page. It's the Shifters page, the Shifters group. Suck whatever you want on there. It's absolutely vibe. We're almost close to 10K, and when we get to 10K, are we dropping the merch? Are we dropping the we merch? We dropping the merch. Almost there, baby. Almost there. This is The Morning Shift. We have heard too much in the past about love languages, right? Enough of the love. Enough of the love. I want to fight. Let's get it on. Su, 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 su. Rumbucks. Absolute rumbucks. Guess what, If you do like fighting, no, no, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to glorify fighting, guys. But basically, Jay Shetty, who apparently used to be a monk, you, you'd, you'd, you'd see him on a lot of kind of self-help videos as well. He says some good stuff. I will say he says some good stuff. I don't mind the guy. He's just written a book that details he believes there are now three distinct fighting styles. Now, not all arguments are created equal, but the arguments that uh, are safe, where you're not attacking each other, but maybe just, you know, you're indifferent, as Mark, much or Mark likes to say, those can be great arguments. But what understanding how to have those arguments, he believes, comes from understanding your argument style. Now, I gave the quiz to the boys last night, and... They got their results, didn't you? What do you think about your results without being quite vague? Can I just ask around the test part itself? Some of the questions didn't feel like they summed. Oh, okay. They summed me up as a <laughs> as a fighter. Did you find the same? I Brooke? felt like I didn't I, I didn't fit into some of the totally. answers. Totally. So I had so to go with me, what was closest me. to what made me feel comfortable during the fighting process. Okay, thanks, boys. Great feedback. Anyway, the three fighting styles are venting, hiding, and exploding. That's Ooh, the three fighting styles. I think I'm all right. So, 
Matto Mark, why don't you go around quickly and say which style do you think I am? What style do you think Brooke is? Hiding, venting, exploding. I would say Brooke is a hider. <laughs> and Jordan is... Oh, it'd be probably a venter. Wow. Okay, Brooke, uh, who who would you say Matto Mark and I am? Probably both venters. Mm. Or, or, no, maybe venter. And if you go too far, Jordan, sorry, Mark, <laughs> venter. And if Jordan goes too far, exploder. Okay. All over our faces. I think. In our faces. In, yes. Okay. We're going to talk about that after. No, the no. <laughs> um, I think you're, I think you could be a hider and I think you are a venter, Mato Mark. So let's go around the room. Matsu Mark, you start, then Brooke, then me. What were your test results? Well, the test results came back, and I am a venter, mm. which you both nailed. Brooke, you nailed that. Mm. Brooke? I'm a venter too. And I reckon you're a venter three. That makes three lads. We're venter! Yes! Yes! Yeah! I know you guys both said hiding. Jordan. I would like you to think about some stories you've heard about me. Mm. And was I hiding? Oh, come on, hero. We're not, we're not going to tell those stories. No, but was I? You you have uh, you, you've you've done both. <laughs> yeah, he might be right. Okay, yeah, so yeah, just quickly, right. I do need to wrap this up. Sorry, I don't want to talk too long. But here is the venting definition. You know, but should I do the other definitions another day? I don't know. Venting. Some people like me want to express their anger and keep hashing it out until a solution is reached. To paraphrase a common saying, there are three sides to every argument, yours, mine, and the truth. There is no objective truth. The fighter who is solution-orientated wants to get an answer and is often overly focused on facts. It's natural to want to solve the problem, but if this is you, you need to remember to slow down. And make room not just for facts, which are often up for debate, but for both sides of the story and for two sets of emotions. I like this. Yours and your partner's. Watch out for unfiltered talking and your eagerness to wrap things up. That's so me. Wow. You might overwhelm your partner with too many ideas and approaches. Don't rush to an answer first. You and your partner will need to agree about what issue you're up against. Only then can you look for solutions together. That's pretty good, eh? It's really good. You, I'm, I'm, I imagine you'd need two willing participants to read into this. And, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, True. you can't just be on this walker alone. Your partner needs to be understanding that that's the cause. Can you read out the other two? Should I do yeah, the other two? It. Yeah, do the other. I'd be fascinated here. Okay, here we go. Now, I'll, we'll put the story up. Uh, sorry, we'll put the link up for this test on our story, to, so you can do it as well. Hiding. Some people shut down in an argument. The emotions are just too strong, and you need space. You need to process. You either go silent in the middle of the argument or leave the room and have to regroup before continuing. The person who withdraws doesn't want to contemplate solutions in the heat of the moment. They aren't ready to hear them and may grow more annoyed if their partner pushes for a quick resolution. If this is your style, take the time and space you need, but don't use your silence as a way of doing battle. These are, I could be a hider too. Yeah, I heard a little bit in there. Brooke, you are. Sorry. We, we answered it for you, and you definitely have some hide in you. But don't no, no, be, no, but I'm not completely. But no, you can you're take, not. You can change your hide to a hiding. A good hiding. <laughs>
Because good hidings are good. You know when you, you know when you get smacked, but you're like, no, I learned something. <laughs> Those are the best kinds of hiding. Turn your hide into hiding. <laughs> or Thank hiding you. or hiding. Hide. Uh, the last one, exploding. Some of us can't control our anger. See, we erupt with emotion. This response takes great toll on relationships, and it's a behavior you should make a concerted effort to change. If you fall into this category, you must work on managing your emotions. Oh, easier said than done, Jay Shetty. Oh, I turn into that if if my venting hasn't worked. Same. i got a little bit of an explode in me too. This might involve bringing in outside resources to help you with anger management, or you can make a plan with your partner during a time of peace, deciding that the next time you fight, you agree to take a time out. Figure out what, what would work best for you, perhaps going for a run, taking a shower, or otherwise letting off steam. I heard someone say this once, um, and they're probably an exploder as well. They said every time that they get heated, what they say to their partner is, I'm about to say something outside of the partner in which I want to be to you. So can I please have some time out? Or I'm about to act out, I'm about to do something outside of the person that I want to be in this relationship. And like they said that it's really helped them because that person instantly knows it's okay that you need time. It's cool that you're acknowledging you don't want to say mean things that are going to, you know, make more problems for us and they kind of give each other that space. I think if the person that leaves, you are allowed space to leave, they have to be the person to come back. Yes. That makes sense, right? And I need a time frame. Because Alvento over here is like... <laughs> when are we going to revisit this? Yeah. We, need to, we need to wrap this up. Let's unpack it. Let's so, let's solve it. Let's heal and let's move on and watch a TV program. Isn't the whole complex mindset of a human being trying to get along seamlessly with another human being who has their own upbringing, their own thoughts, their own feelings, emotions, their own visions on what things should be? It can get a little messy. Mm. It does. Communication. Communication. That's the key. I just want to say one more thing, kids. If you're listening to that, ask. Tell your parent. What fight style do you think they are? <laughs> love you. They'll love it. This is the shift. You're an exploder. The shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The morning shift. I'm going to make them an awful game with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got it. Ah. Okay.